This is Mission, Baptist Mission Australia's podcast and a space to explore mission, faith, life, call and everything in between. Welcome. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations as the traditional owners of this land on which we record this podcast. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Missioning. My name is Jodie McCartney and I am a mission mobiliser at Baptist Mission Australia and host of this Crossing the Street May Mission Month series. And today I'm really excited. We've got some lovely guests, Ezzy and Max, who I'll introduce to you shortly. Hello, guys. Hi. Hi, hello. So May Mission Month 2022 has four key themes in the Crossing the Street series. And today's episode, we're going to be looking at the third theme, which is modelling the heart of Jesus. And we'll be having a little look at one of the stories uh, in the Gospel of Luke uh, where Jesus raised the son of the widow. But before we get into that, I would like to get to know our lovely guests, Max and Ezzy. So great to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, who you are and where you're calling in from today? I am, yeah, I am Max. We've been living in Southeast Asia for the last 11 years. Yeah, it's been yeah, so great to experience God's, yeah, God's calling and all his faithfulness and his yeah, greatness in, in different ways. Yeah, we are so yeah, blessed to be here amongst the, the people that we are serving. And yeah, it's been, it's, it's 11 years. You can't believe it's 11 years already. Yeah. So yeah, God is faithful. Yeah. yeah. I'm really looking forward to hearing some of your stories. Um, as we yeah do this episode together, can you just tell us a little bit about where you live and and maybe about the community there? Tell us a little bit about that. So yes, we live in Southeast Asia and among the people we call BI people was because of security reason. We have very very few followers of Jesus. And yeah, most of them comes from a different faith background. Yeah. And what about, is there anything that surprised you recently? A few, maybe one or two weeks ago, been having our briefings uh, every week with our staff, with our platform. And so one of our, our staff bringing up some verses from, from our scriptures. And that was really a good surprise for us picking up some verses yeah mm. when because yeah we, we usually take times to yeah to do briefings to do devotions mm. yeah so yeah they would take times in doing some sort of yeah devotion sometimes from their holy book and that time it's really surprising that he picked up yeah verses from from our scriptures and yeah, did the devotion. Yep. So so you mentioned that, um, yeah, you've had a surprise in your platform. Do you want to just tell our listeners what, what that platform is? That platform is uh, the uh, Education Foundation. We usually call it Language Centre, mm. where we have nurturers or teachers and teaching kids English or uh, foreigners, uh, national language and local languages, so. Yeah. That's fabulous. And so these devotions that you have, they're obviously not not from Christian backgrounds, these people that are take that are, you know, listening to these verses. Yeah, they are they are still all 
from from the majority background here. Yes. Uh, yeah, the cousins background. So seeing them, yeah, using your scriptures or devotion is yeah. it's really yeah a good surprise for us yeah, and great. something great. So this episode is the third episode in our May Mission Month series for 2022. And today, the key theme that we're exploring is modelling the heart of Jesus. I'd just love to hear from you guys, what 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 does it mean when you hear the heart of Jesus? As Ezzy, do you want to just, yeah, what does that mean to you? For me, I think when we say, you know, the heart of Jesus and say that a compassionate God mm. and a humble, mm. the heart that responds to the need. Beautiful. What about for you, Max? Yeah, it, I think it's a, it's a big question. Uh, like, yeah, it's huge and it's really yeah. hard to put it in one answer, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't <laughs> really put it in, in, in one box because the heart of Jesus is so big and so mm. huge. It's kind of uh, boundaryless. Mm. Yeah, boundaryless. There's no boundary in Jesus' heart, whether it is... Uh, going to healing a sick or healing a leper or whatever. So there's no boundary in, mm. in his heart. And it's really beautiful to see like mm. his willingness and his readiness to incarnate, to, mm. yeah, to become one of us. It's just like me. That is it's really wonderful. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. And, you, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's going. Yeah. I think if we could see the story of Jesus from the gospel, and I think if he often talks about his unity with the Father, mm. so always connect with the Father, what the Father wants, what the Father missions, or whatever. So that is always in his heart. Mm. And yeah, I think that is really, really great that the centrality of the Father's mission is always there in his mind. Mm. He doesn't have any other things, any other business. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. He was really committed to that, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, like you're saying, the, his connection to the Father and the, the mission of the Father, you know, is expressed through those those characteristics that um, Ezzy was talking about, you know, the compassion and the humility yeah. and... Um, that readiness to respond and and um, the boundarylessness. I really like that. When you think of uh, of Jesus having no boundaries, what do you think that means in your context? Yeah, I think the same thing. <laughs> the same applies to to me too. Mm. Like, yeah, I am not supposed to have any boundary. Whether I, uh, my neighbor is what kind of background, no matter what, yeah, what kind of background she or he is from, uh, what kind of economic background he or she is from, mm -hmm. what kind of people background he is from. So mm -hmm. I am supposed to be ready. I'm supposed to be willing to serve for everyone. Yeah, beautiful. Ezzy, have you got any stories that you could maybe tell us about maybe this kind of love or this service to those around you? Mm. Sure. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a story about my friend, uh, I'll just say Ibu. So she comes to my house and um, we would sometimes sit and 
she she doesn't have a very you know like she comes from a very poor background and you know our beliefs are different but last week she comes on the weekend so i said i'm free so you know i make my time available for her i sat down with her and i was just chatting with her and their their fasting month is coming very closer so i was just asking to her about you know what she she plans to do this time you know for the fasting month and so she said oh yes we are you know planning a lot of things and very excited and so i asked her yeah okay so you fast every month how long has it been and then she said it's been more than 30 years and that she never missed the fasting and i said yeah that's lovely then i asked her why do you fast and then she said well you know i fast because uh i want my sins to be forgiven i said yeah that's so nice then okay now that you've fasted for more than 30 years how do you know that your sins are forgiven mm. and then she said well i don't know mm. so i said oh okay so you know our holy book tells us you know about uh jesus you know who loves you and who loves us and even you know what even he fasted you know we can find it in the in, in the scripture that even he fasted and uh, and do you know that then um, we can know that you know he died for us and that when he died for us we know that our sins are forgiven do you know that it is written in a, in the holy book and then that oh really mm-hmm. i said yes uh, you're not sure if your sins are forgiven uh but you know we have a scripture that tells us that we can be sure that our sins are forgiven because uh, Jesus came into this world and his blood was shed so that our sins can be forgiven and then i said it's because he loves us mm. and then yeah she was surprised to hear that mm. and yeah and to show to her that you know uh that there's someone who loves her and and or and even for me for you know i think uh to make my time available for her to sit with her to listen to her and you know and to be excited mm-hmm. you know about what is going to happen in the future uh yeah and to respect her faith too and mm-hmm. to share with grace mm-hmm. i think that's that's very important and i mm. and i and i'm hoping and and praying that you know the question about you know our sins being forgiven i think that is our prayer that it will continue to be in our mind and ask ourselves that question you know mm. and that yeah that jesus has already forgiven our mm. sins yeah beautiful yeah thank you for sharing that what about for you max any any stories come to mind about what it looks like to live out this heart of Jesus in your community. Yeah, most of the time like yeah, I've been involved with uh one of uh one of the platforms we have here that is we call Creation Care. Mm. So we have done a lot of like uh service to to the poor people mm. like uh pedi pedicab drivers and even last last year and yeah, we did some we we made some packages to to give into villages and so yeah there's one one incident that there are some old people like old uh, old women they 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 are separated from their families 
because they don't they don't want to move actually from their old place so they keep on staying in their old places and in the mountain or in the hills yeah one of those women when she was yeah, receiving that package yeah, she was really surprised and she was in tears because yeah they they sometimes even the, their families hardly visit them mm. they they have their they they f- actually would find whatever they need by themselves mm. this is really important in the part where we are living because people are there are many people who are economically disadvantaged and yeah you can show your love by doing something giving yeah yeah so really practical love mm. I, I, I mean, obviously you can, you can see the relationship between word and deed and we often talk about, you know, uh, word and deed. What, what is the relationship? What, what are your thoughts? I think it's already clear that yeah, we, can, we need to walk the talk. Yeah. Mm. yeah, we cannot just sit and talk about the love of God or yeah, how faithful he is or mm. whatever. But I think we are to, yeah, to live out that kind of love we have not our love but the love of god we have mm. yeah i think it's it's all it can it, you cannot separate it actually yeah yeah the word and deed like yeah. jacob says in in the epistle yeah mm. epistle sorry yeah yeah the word and deed it goes together and mm. yeah yeah i i totally agree i agree that you know this is something that you cannot you know separate yeah and it's it, it goes hand in hand, you know. Mm. You you preach, you say the word, and then it needs to be lived out. Mm. Yeah. Because especially in the place where we live, we can't read the Bible in front of them. We are the Bible. We need to live out. They, we want to tell them about Jesus and they want to know the difference. And yeah, we just live out and let them see the difference in That's us. Nice. Yeah. So you're bearing witness. Yeah, you're bearing witness to God's love by the way you live and and through your actions and your and sometimes there may not be opportunity to there are some situations where where you can't share in word yet you're being faithful as witnesses by the way you live mm-hmm. which is is a beautiful a, a beautiful gift that um God can still speak to those around you through your lives. And also a burden <laughs> and a challenge, yes. right? Yeah. It is. It is yeah. a challenge, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, is there anyone that you think of when, when you're thinking of someone who is like Jesus or someone who models the heart of Jesus? Is there anyone in your lives that you kind of look to, whether they be famous or someone you know personally, who lives out that heart of Jesus? And what is it about them that inspires you? I think, yeah, for me... There's one person who used to be our team leader, Mark Holt. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he is someone, yeah, that I feel who lived out, you know, mm, the heart of the son. Mm. I can say that because when he lived here, you know, he is he's so humble. He loves the people, the host people. And even though he is, uh, he doesn't mind to be a learner. Mm. Yeah. So that I feel is such, you know, that an act of humility and the way he communicates to the people around him with everyone that he that he meets. And that's one person. Mm. So another person is uh, Cass. She's lovely. I just love, you know, 
the way she loves, how she loves the host people. So she just loves them. And, you know, she just have that, you know, heart of uh, humility. Yeah, so I just love the way she interacts with the host people and that willingness to learn their culture. Yeah, so we had the, I had the opportunity to, to interview Kaz on the first episode of this series. So for those of you who haven't listened, you could go back and listen to episode one where Kaz is actually part of that, um, that episode. So, yeah, she's an inspiring, inspiring woman. The key story that we're looking at um, for this episode is actually found in Luke chapter 7 where Jesus, um, you know, is passing through a town and he and his disciples stumble across a, a funeral and Jesus is moved and actually says, you know, when, when Jesus saw the mother, his heart went out to her and, he, you know, he told her not to cry and then he goes on to then raise this son, restoring her place in the community um you know it's an incredible miracle and and it does tell us so much about the heart of Jesus um I I'd just love to hear your reflections like what stands out to you in this story related to this um this theme modeling the heart of Jesus uh, for me few, a few things stand uh, stood out like I said before the compassion that Jesus has for this uh woman also the second thing is that Jesus responds to the need of this woman, which we can find in, the, in verse 12. Another thing is like, Jesus, go to that person, to that woman in person. Mm. Goes to, to that person, to that woman, and not waiting for that woman to come to him. He goes mm. to them. And that Jesus gave him back to his mother. He doesn't, God, Jesus doesn't want to separate his mother and his son. You know, so he gave him back. Mm. So it's like he like so we need to go back, give back to, to to the culture, to their own culture. That's why we say like sharing in a culturally, you know, appropriate way mm. is, you know, that's why it's so important uh, to know the culture of the people that we're serving. Yeah. Mm. So I think these are the things that stood out, yeah, for mm. me. Jesus is the life giver mm. and he, he has he's got authority over that and yeah that is i think really evident from from this passage yeah and so he's got that authority uh, over that he's the one who gives life yeah incredible really that you know we follow a god who has authority over death you know that's yeah it's it's massively significant isn't it mm. with in terms of this this idea of of modeling uh, the heart of the sun. How how are you feeling challenged? How is God maybe challenging you personally at, at the at the moment in in what that might mean for you? Yeah, it is um, it is a challenge because when we look at Jesus, you know, Jesus is sinless. He has so much compassion and love, and for the people, for us, and sometimes we are human mm. and. That is why, like, you know, it's, it's, I ask God, you know, to, to give me the, to, to love the people that he loves, mm. but because we are human and sometimes that love that we have, you know, for the people is, it, it, it is short. Yeah. How mm. do I, yeah. How do I, I, I hope I get it. Oh, it's limited. Like we, it's limited. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. what it's limited. Mm. Yeah. But I think, yeah, 
we need to pray and ask mm. God every time because if not, we are human, we are limit. So we need to ask God to give us uh, his love, mm. his compassion to the people. Yeah, so that is that is a challenge, you know, because with the people that we live, you know, every day, every day we need to um, to live out that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah. So it is a yeah, it is a challenge sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I certainly found that a challenge in our in our time in in Bangkok. You know, we're we're in in a community and we're surrounded by you know, a, a really vast array kind of collection of people. And some of those people are actually really hard to love. Like some of them are they're not kind and they're even abusive or, you know, you see the kind of character there and you think, oh, they're actually a really difficult person to love. And yet, as you said, um, Ezie, it's the challenge is that we just lean into Jesus and lean into the spirit to say, I need your love because I can't do it. My, my love is mm-hmm. limited, um, but I need to somehow love from the limitless love of God. For you, Max, what, what are you feeling challenged? How is God challenging you in this area? Yeah, trying to live out the heart of Jesus, mm. the calling of God, that is really sometimes a challenge to just make your heart open up to all the things happening around you. Mm. Because just just as you just said, yeah, yeah, we see everything, are things happening every day, like something there are many things annoying and mm-hmm. happening on traffic and mm. every, yeah. every here and but at the same time it's really need some much intentional to put into this i think yeah because like esther said we are we are still human we're mm. not perfect mm. and we're still learning we are still trying to uh, how to say pave the way for the holy spirit to work and so yeah mm. all things are there so i think for me what stands out it is like yeah that boundary less without any boundary the heart without any boundary mm. opens up for every need to be alert always. That is really something I need to mm. <laughs> push myself more into it. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I just want to ask a question about your the boundarylessness. Um, what does that mean to you? Is that is that about that Jesus Jesus' love has no limit? Is it kind of that inclusiveness of God that there is or is it or is it around no boundaries as in anyone can interrupt me at any time or is it both i think inclusiveness would be i think that does be one of what i would understand with that boundary less but at the same time yeah letting who you love who you serve to come into your life mm. at any time because sometimes it's very easy to to defend yourself from many things it does, I'm not saying that we're not. We should not do that. We we, we have our own family. We we have our own individual life. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is true. Mm. But at the same time, when it comes to our relationship and our connection with the the people who we love, I think yeah, we need to have more openness. Mm, I like that. I think I think it. That's the heart, isn't it? And that's the heart of Jesus, isn't it? There's this openness to anyone yeah. at any time um, yeah. and a real willingness to um, be interrupted and show compassion. Yeah, true. yeah, that's beautiful. I actually, I really identify with that being uh, more open to the interruptions of life and I think it's probably lived out more 
readily in Southeast Asia um, since our return to Australia. That's one of the things that's really kind of surprised me about the way uh, Australians live. We, we live such individual lives and we're often not, we're almost structured and even our homes are sort of separated um, and so we don't, it's not common to have a neighbour come and just knock on the door because they're in need. And that's that's a really, it's a huge difference, I think. And so where you guys are living, that that's, that's a genuine challenge where being open to that knock on the door, that interruption that may, you know, it could lead to hours of, of showing really practical love to a family in need um, and the wisdom to know when, yeah, when to, when to say no or when to, uh, respond. Um, yeah, I can really identify with that, and it's a massive challenge. So, yeah, thanks for sharing. And you, you know, I just wanted to add that it's, it's, yeah, and it's also like you know, not only the knock on the door, yeah, and but it it is also an invitation. Mm. You know, we get a lot of invitations to participate. You know, in what they are doing, and sometimes like there's wedding invitations. There's there's rituals, so many rituals, especially in this island, mm. that you know you get invited to. And it's hot, you know, mm-hmm. and there are places where they, they don't use even fan, you know. Mm-hmm. So we need to be stuck up in a in a, this dark room and, uh, you know, take part in all these rituals yes. and these weddings that yes. you that you are invited to. Yes. And, you know, sometimes you don't you don't feel like going. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, just making yourself yourself available. And to be doing life together yes, with yeah, them. That's right. This is so important, mm-hmm. you know. It's not nice, you don't enjoy it, but mm-hmm. you know, make yourself, you know, to enjoy these mm-hmm. yeah, these things, you know, these invitations that you get to do life together with them. Yeah. yeah. I think this is uh, yeah really important. I think that's a really important key actually that yeah it's it's accepting the invitations being really open I think it does come back to that openness openness um, mm. openness being open to the invitations open to even have the eyes to see what what are the things in my community that I could participate with my neighbors and become involved in their lives and I think for those listeners who are here in Australia that exists too it might be a little bit harder to see but certainly looking around what what are the things happening in my neighborhood that I could participate in yeah I think that's great just a final question how would you encourage listeners as they're seeking to model Jesus heart wherever they are what really really stood out for me is that every day is an opportunity and we need to grab that opportunity Mm. Jesus cares for the most vulnerable in society. Mm. And I think we need to see that need. Yeah, we need to yeah, we need to see that need in our society where we live with our neighbors and to live out that, you know, the life, the heart of the son is something that we can do every day. It is an opportunity. Mm. And Let's not miss that opportunity. Hmm. Looking at Jesus' life, like the one, the passage we just read. Actually, I don't think Jesus planned for that, meeting with that woman. But it was on his way to do something else. And he met that woman with that struggles, with that problem. So readiness and availability Hmm. for every situation we go through could be ourselves, could be our friends around us could be our neighbors. Yeah, unplanned opportunity. Mm-hmm. That is sometimes it's really important. Mm-hmm. It could be God speaking to us, God leading us 
to to show us his yeah his way of meeting with people and doing his work. And yeah, recognizing the needs, like you can say, you can just make when yourself available to just listen to other people. I think that is so important, you know, mm. to just give time to people to just listen. You may not have the answers, you know, yeah. to all the questions that they may have, mm. but just be available to just listen to them. Mm. Yeah, and that makes a whole lot of difference. That's what Jesus does. He's making himself available to people yeah that he loves so yeah. yeah yeah that that is true i think yeah we are in a world of like it's my life mm. yeah people everywhere like the the, the teenagers mm. even the adults it's my life world and but we need to make way out of that world and to make ourselves available for for god to use to use us for his glory like to share with you uh, about my friend uh, so we do I do language with her she's like my teacher she teaches me so she brings you know all these recordings uh, like from YouTube and she loves to you know to learn about um, together about her faith so I would listen to what she has to tell me about her faith and then it goes on every Friday we we learn together and I would share about my faith too. And so as uh, we are sharing, uh, as she's sharing about her faith, and I would listen to her. And then after she has, you know, shared her, fa her faith, all that she has to say, I would ask her, you know, questions like about relationship. I would tell her about my relationship with God. And she would ask me, how do you have a relationship mm. with God? How do you know that God answers your prayers? Mm. So that are really good and deep questions. Yeah. Mm. And recently we were talking about tolerance, you know, of faith, of different faith. And then she says, uh, we say that we are tolerant of other faith. But she said deep down inside, especially here in this island, we are not. Mm. But she said, there is one space that I can tell you that there is tolerance. She said, that space is in the language center, in our language center. Mm. That is one space where I can say that there is tolerance. Before I came to this language center, I've never read Psalms or the New Testament, but it was only after I, after I came to this language center that I started reading psalms and also the, the new testament mm. and she said i never knew that there are such beautiful verses mm. in a gospel mm. and also in, and she said they are beautiful and yeah i've started reading that so i feel that that is really really beautiful mm. that would mention that there is tolerance in our language center and that after coming to our language center that she has started reading psalms mm. and yeah. Mm. yeah, that's a beautiful example of that love that without limit, you know, that there's, that that's actually physically a space where people feel that they feel that love that crosses all boundaries. Yes. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much for being here with me and for sharing your stories and your heart. Um, 
yeah, and your insights, they're, um, they're certainly really encouraging and challenging. So thank you so much. Next week, we continue our Crossing the Street May Mission Month series with episode four, and we're going to be exploring the theme of being the good news together. I'm really excited. I'm going to be talking with Viv Grice and from our Outback team, as well as my own husband, Chris McCartney, uh, who's also here um, at Baptist Mission Australia as a mission mobiliser. If you're excited or intrigued by what we've talked about today, um, then please get in touch. Baptist Mission Australia has people all over the country ready to walk with you in your mission or partnership journey. Um, And I'm sure that some of our intercultural workers too would love to have a conversation. Check out the full array of May Mission Month resources. There are videos from workers in the field. There are sermons, there's youth material, kids resources and so much more. So have a look for these resources at www.baptistmissionaustralia.org forward slash May Mission Month. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll just finish with a a word of prayer uh, before we finish up. Uh, Heavenly Father, we're just so uh, amazed by the model of Jesus' heart that we have, uh, that we have in in the the person of Jesus, that we can uh, learn from this compassion, this responsiveness, this active seeking out of others, um, this identification with others. And God, I just thank you for these insights and these challenges today. Um, Will you help us be people that are ready and available for those unplanned opportunities? Help us to see every day as an opportunity to live out this love, this compassion, this humility. God, I pray that you will help us to see the needs around us. Help us to see the vulnerable in our own communities. Help us to respond to those needs with this limitless, um, boundaryless love. Make our hearts open um, so that we can see with new eyes and that our walk would be in line with the things that we say about you. May our lives be a bear witness every day to your goodness. In his name, amen. Amen.